You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the fight as Carapace, Rex, Magnum, Wildstrike, and Sweet Spot fight their way through Iacon's underworld against criminal empires and a movement determined to bring an end to the Cybertronian Confederation. Welcome back to Empire of Rust, all of you loyal listeners. And as you can hear from the sound of my voice, we probably are going to sound a little bit different today. That's because we, all of us here at Empire of Rust, are doing the responsible thing and staying far, 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 far away from each other. Now, a little peek behind the curtain, we record our episodes a good deal, a good deal of time in the future. So, uh, hello from the past, and hopefully by the time you hear this, everything is resolved and the world is back to what it used to be. But, Merry Christmas! <laughs> but on the off chance that we are still having to stay far away from each other, keep your distance and keep safe and keep healthy, all of you. That's about it in a nutshell. Although, if this is the Christmas episode that we are recording and we are still socially distancing. <laughs> While Transformers may be immune to diseases, humans are not. So do the right thing and take care of yourself by not going around going out yep we love the humans well said everyone so with that all right everyone welcome to episode 28 of empire of rust now when we last left our heroes what was going on we, we had a we had a bit of a rough time there didn't we i think it was a uh, you magnum and uh you carapace you were uh you guys were standing right outside the communications room and something bad was about to happen to you, wasn't it? I have no idea what you're talking about. We were getting showered by confetti and puppies. <laughs> that was the trap? The confetti and puppy trap? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How much damage is, is a puppy's going to do? <laughs> is it well, it depends on if it's cuteness-based damage. <laughs> 1d10 cuteness damage? Critical hit. No, you guys are not taking cuteness damage. You are taking plasma damage as the door to the communications room opens up a gout of plasma fire erupts out, filling the eight spaces in front of the door. Carapace Magnum roll a reflex save. Oh no, oh boy. It's probably as... Yeah, that's, that's a save, all right. <laughs> Got a 18 plus 3, so that's... Oh, sorry, 18 plus 5, so that's uh, 20, 23. 23 is a pass, and how about you, Magnum? How did you do on uh, this? An 8, I'm afraid. Ooh, an 8 is not so great. Let's see how much damage you're taking. A uh, total of 13 damage. Oof. Ow. That is electricity and fire. Well, this one doesn't have any damage resistance or energy resistance. <laughs> that's, 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 that's ouchy. That's right. All your resistances are uh, are fire and physical, right? Yeah. Well, well, I mean that would work. I mean, it's electricity and fire, but this guy doesn't have. I don't. You know, we're not level five yet, so this this character doesn't have that ability yet. Oh, gotcha. Resistance is futile. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I feel a little cooked, but uh, I'll put uh, I'll put out my. 
put out the fires on my outfit. <laughs> yeah, your trench coat and, and your sort tie of step all back fire. from the inferno. How many times does it make that you've been blown up? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, getting blown up often is not compatible with remembering how many times. I think a few more times and you'll actually be able to put it on your CV. Professional ex- exploder. It's like a hot time in there. Now what? Oh, is that me? Next to next to next to Magnum? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. you. I don't I don't recognize that version of myself <laughs> yet, but I can see the fire or the edges of it. That haze from under the door. <laughs> yep. Oh, so with the the thirteen damage, is that halved or is that? It's it's halved for you, Carapus, because you made the save. It is not for uh, Magnum because he did not. Uh, all right, so. <clears throat> Magnum and Carapace, both of you have just taken some damage. Uh, and the two of you are now in front of the open doorway, and both of you can see gouts of fire all throughout this room. It is obscuring the walls and all the equipment in it. All you see is fire. That's a lot of gouts in there. Oh, no. Let's uh, start off. We're not in initiative or anything, but let me ju- just just tell me what you guys want to do. Why don't we start off with the uh, with the the ambassador, with Mister Mister Spot over here. All right, I'll uh, move Mr. on Spot. up to over here. Say, what's going on? How you guys doing? Look a little uh, singed there. Let me uh, and I'll pat I'll pat out another flame that maybe he didn't see on his back. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. It's a bit hot in there. Yeah, it looks it. We're gonna do something about that. Rex and the herd. Or two thirds of the herd. Look at Blazer go, huh? Look at Grazer go. There's no way you guys are that fast. I said you were out of initiative. <laughs> yep, I know. I know. Do you want uh, me to spend actually... 10 minutes moving up? Because <laughs> we can do that. Laser is actually outside. Laser might outside actually still. be that fast. Yeah, he was he was scouting around the building, right? Yep. Do you remember the last thing that Laser uh, had told you? Don't go in. <laughs> um, he had said he noticed something, and we radioed the ship. I forget yep. what it was. Yeah, we found out they left the door open. He noticed someone moving around on the docking berth, and you guys contacted the ship and told them to just keep an eye out. And yeah. the ship, or uh, Silverbeard, not Silverbeard, fuck. God damn it, Matt. <laughs> Silver, Silver face. face? <laughs> yeah. Sil- Good one. Virtual high five, Adam. Silver load. Silver load found... Uh, Silver load told you that rail, engineer rail, had disappeared. Uh, That's right. And they were going to move the ship a little bit more away from the platform and close the front door, too, apparently. Yep. Shut the front door. Carapace, what would you like to do? You are standing in the doorway, fire in front of you. Uh, I'm just going to draw my uh, Sub-Zero Hail Cannon and just be like, stay here, I'll be back. And then just rush into the flames. What? Ain't nobody ain't got time for that. (laughs) (laughs) He actually disappeared into the flames. (laughs) Anybody got a marshmallow? What's a marshmallow? I ain't got time to burn. You're a marshmallow. You shouldn't have time anyway. We don't eat it. Let me just reveal some of the map over here, because Carapace walked into the room. Let me reveal all this fire. Now that's a fire. Those are some serious gouts there. Blue shift. 
newbie blue shift to the team, what would you like to do? Uh, move up to everybody. Make sure that uh, Magnum's all right. Get a little cinch there. You, you doing okay? Yeah, I'll be fine. Thank you very much. And then walk around to the corner and take a little peek around. And let me reveal that for you. Uh, you see that there is a uh, another uh, ladder access point on this side of the building. Is this going up or down? Uh, it is going both. Oh, okay. Jeffrey's too. I'll keep an eye out there for movement, just in case. I'm going to be shooting here with my automatic function of the Sub-Zero Hail Cannon. Go ahead and roll up your attack. Don't roll a one. Don't roll a one. Uh, I rolled a four, so that's plus nine, so that is a 13. All right, you are good. Uh, what's the area effect on your weapon? Uh, Sub-Zero Hail Cannon is 60-foot range, um, but because it's a automatic, it's half, so it's a 30-foot range. And it's going to get all the spaces in front well, of Well, the idea is that my ex- expectation based on the blast is that it's coming from here. Like the origin, like wherever the leak is, is right in that, that corner piece. I ran in about 10 feet into the room, but the room is almost entirely filled with flames. But based upon where I am, I can kind of see where the brightest spots, like you know, where the origin of the flames are. And the closest one to the door is in the corner to our left. So that is where I am targeting my my uh, my uh, cold attack, and my hope is that if I just cover the entire area, it'll freeze that area solid, and it'll prevent the the gas or whatever it is from spilling out anymore. All right, I will say that is more than enough to to freeze whatever is causing the leak on uh, here. So let's go ahead and... Okay, just let me know how much damage I take from doing that. Oh my gosh, he's alive. <laughs> and he looks so cool. <laughs> well, I'm a little hot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think I mean, badass is smoldering. Only he uh, can prevent okay. forest fires. I'll, uh, I'll give it to you. Badass. You are badass. Give me one more reflex save there, Carapace. Magnum, what does badass mean? Uh, it's cool, man. Uh, I have a modified 12. He's groovy. Modified 12? It's like, it's like he's got, uh... Groovy. I like that. And you are taking one point of electricity and fire damage. As the, the flames are still surrounding you a little bit, but you do manage to, uh get most of them out. Or, sorry, you get that section of the fire out. So now that should allow the other people to enter the room without taking damage, and then they can do whatever useless thing that they're going to do is. (laughs) (laughs) I may be uh, taking back that badass label. (laughs) Or just taking off the bad. Yeah, I I don't think I'm going to be going into that room. There's not a whole lot I can do with the fire. If any one of you can disprove what I just said, then... You're welcome to. Nope, nope, you are correct. I aim the sniper rifle at Carapace's head. (laughs) (laughs) All right, make an attack roll. (laughs) How do you shoot the devil in the back? What if you miss? (laughs) Magnum, you are still standing out of the room. You're standing in the doorway. Uh, Mm -hmm. Is there anything you would like to do? Is there a a computer panel um, outside here? You did an engineering check last time to uh, get the door open from there. 
Alright, um, let's see. I'm going to transform and have uh, Pythagoras pop out. He is going to try to access the panel and reroute the uh, fuel that's coming through these pipes. So that basically shut off shut off the, the, the fuel coming into this area and direct it somewhere else or just close the valves. I will save you the check on that one. Uh, you, Pythagoras knows that the computer is door control. If you want to try and reroute any of this stuff, you're going to have to do it from inside. Oh, okay. If I knew that, then I would run inside to the nearest computer. Hopefully one that isn't completely melted here. And uh, let's do the same thing. Okay. Uh, there are no computers in that section. Well, I thought but a little since, ping thing there. So. But since you are in the room, I will reveal a little bit more of the map for you. So you can make a determination as to what you want to do and where you want to go. Oh, goodness. It looks like it's hard to get to. So when you step in, you notice that there are two main banks of uh, computer panels. Now that Carapace has cleared out some of the plasma fire for you. Uh, there is one directly to the north that is uh, in front of what looks like a, a very large computer terminal. Right over to the north over here. And to the east, there is another bank of computers in front of what looks like a communications array. Okay. Can I tell the purpose from here, or will I have to get closer? Uh, you can you can figure out that the one to the east is likely uh, controlling the communications array for the facility, and the one to the north is uh, con- is the the main computer core access. Okay, then I'll run over to the north computer. Thagris will jump out and uh, attempt to reroute the fuel lines coming in here. Give me a reflex save first, because you are heading through some fire. Okay, um, reflex save of three. That's not going to work. You are taking three points of plasma damage as you heedlessly run through the flames. Heedlessly. Who needs heat right now? I don't need <laughs> You can take it, Magnum. Well, actually, it's Mag- bil- Magnum would take it, so... Yeah, it's you're heat. built like a brick oven. Because he's the one doing the running. Built like an <laughs> aluminum outhouse. <laughs> Transparent aluminum? How do we know he didn't invent the thing? <laughs> because a transparent aluminum outhouse would be stupid. <laughs> Alright, can I do uh, a computer check now? <laughs> uh, yes, you can do a computer check. Alright. How critical failure. And Pythagoras got a 12 on his computer's check. Okay. The computer is toast. Oh. Who makes a computer out of bread? (laughs) (laughs) I pull out my jelly. Is it buttered toast? You think that you will eventually be able to get it repaired. However, it is going to take a significant amount of time in order to do so. Uh, a good number of components are going to need to be replaced, and even if the internal components survived the uh, the explosion and the fire damage, all of the interface components are going to need to be replaced in order to work with it. 
Long story short, DM doesn't want us talking to anyone. Hey guys, I'm afraid we're in a jam. I prefer jelly. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I'm done done then. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Getting there. A little bit burnt? I'm saying I'm not on the darkest setting yet, but... And since you move further into the room, though, I will reveal the rest of the map for you to the north. What? And There's more? You can see some fire surrounding the main computer core. That's not good. That's probably bad. Back up to the beginning on this one. Uh, sweet spot. Mr. Sweet spot. Ambassador sweet spot. What about, uh, what, what would you like to do here? All right. I think I will run into the room and check out to see if there's anything I can use to smother some fire. Any, uh, any large, uh, wall panels that have come loose or, uh, any kind of, uh, you know, sound dampening or insulation? What sort of damage do your weapons do? Do you have them to have a sound gun? Uh, no. They actually do fire and, uh, and missile damage. So I will not be helping by shooting at the fire. You, you, Fight fire with fire. You can put out fires with sonic or cold. Yep. Don't have either of those. Just yell at it. Just yell really loud. <clears throat> you know, have you seen that? Like you could actually use like low frequency sonic waves to create a, a break in the gap of the fuel in the in fires, and it will actually just extinguish itself. I don't know if I can. Shout at it. No, no, that no. Low. I know you can't. I can certainly try shouting fast. But it's a real. It's what a, a, what, it's a, real what a di- diplomatic coup that would be, yeah, though, if you could actually talk the fire <laughs> I down. Was just gonna say. <laughs> hey, chill out! Wow, the fucking fire missing. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. This right, is sweet so- spot. The only bot I know who can talk down a natural disaster. <laughs> All right, sweet spot. The next weapon you get is going to have to be like a cold pistol, and you're going to have to get it installed in your mouth. <laughs> well, <laughs> that actually might work. But of course, by then you'll you'll uh, jump it over to uh, some sort of fire-based or or acid-based disaster that we need to deal with. Writing that down. Okay, good. <laughs> and then I'll have to get uh, I don't know uh, some sort of base shooters. Uh, shoot out like a, a milky kind of a liquid. Maybe out of my chest. Full sides. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, shut up. Rex, go. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Rex can help with the fire. Um, we'll look down the ladder, I guess. Up and down. There's nothing hiding out in the ladder area or Examining the access ladder, uh, it's yeah. It doesn't it, you're not seeing any threats or anything? So there's no uh, there's no turbo foxes kind of climbing up and down. You look down and there's darkness down there. I assume you you shine a light down there. Sure. See if there's anything that you notice, and it looks clear and it looks uh, looks fairly safe. Up and down look safe. Is that what you said? Yep. Both directions. Okay, we'll uh, we'll just chill here, I guess, for now until we're needed. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Carapace. Hey, Carapace is gonna <clears throat> turn around and head to the um, southeast corner. So I'll move here, and then I will fire my gun into the corner, doing the same thing, trying to put this fire out. 
Okay. Can I assume that is what you're going to be doing for all the fire in this room? That is correct. Okay. Give me three attack rolls and three reflex saves. Get Rippers. Get Rippers. Okay, 17. Then... And, and if anyone is going to aid him or do anything while he's doing this, uh, please let me know. Yeah, I was going to aid. 17. Aid, aid. 27 and uh, 13 for attack rolls. Okay. And Can we aid his uh, reflex save? And then reflex saves, I got... Hold on, before you announce that, Blue Shift, what were you going to do to aid? Well, uh, my next turn I was going to move in, see if there is anything like an extinguisher. If not, I do have a cold weapon. I was going to help with that. Okay. Uh, you can move in. There's You don't see any extinguishers or anything. Uh, if there are any, it may be inside the flames at this, at this point. But okay. go ahead and roll up your uh, roll up some cold damage. Uh, pick which one you'd like to to attack, and roll up some cold damage. And a reflex. Uh, if he's focusing on the southeast, I'll start on the northeast. And you also see the fire that is surrounding the uh, computer core at the moment as well. Uh, seven for the attack, so that sucked. Uh, Thirteen for the reflex. Okay. And Carapace, uh, your reflex saves? Um, I have two sevens and a 21. Okay. Uh, both the sevens are fails, and the 21's yeah, a pass. <laughs> yeah. And Blue Shift, you said you got a 13? Correct. That is a fail as well. So if you pass, you're taking half damage, which is going to be two damage half of that if you saved. So that's for one attack, or...? Uh, that's for for each one that you're making. Now, Carapace, since you, uh, you... I know you had said you had three on this one, uh, yeah. but since Blue Shift came in, you can ignore that last one if you want, the, the last attack and the last reflex save. Okay. Too bad that was a good one. <clears throat> yeah, that's a fine Alright, so, yeah, I will say that you are successful in getting the fire out. Nice. Excellent. So then I will, and my intention is to, after that, is to pretty much just head over here, like I'll jump over the computer if I need to, in order to do the same thing with the uh, far corner pieces. Assuming one of the techs can't do something better. Okay. I'll do the same and help on the opposite side. Yeah, we're about as Sounds useless good. as you assumed we were. <laughs> uh, sweet Spot, Rex, and Magnum. Is there anything that you three would like to do while your warriors are dealing with the fire? Uh, perhaps now we can go into the room and check out uh, the places where the fire was erupting from and see if there's anything that we can do to repair the the damaged. For instance, over here in the uh, uh, that would be the southwest corner of the room. Uh, I know that there was fire coming from this corner somewhere, and if I can identify that, see if there's anything I can do to repair the the rupture. Give me a perception check. Sure, I can do that. There you go. 
you gonna actually tell me the perception check, or are you just going to let the let the the listeners see the uh, the number on your screen? All right, I'll let them see the number on the screen. It's a seventeen. Seventeen for my perception. All right, uh, Rex, and anyone else who's doing perception? Yeah, give me a sec. Um, I guess uh, we'll check out down here. Pythagoras will check down the the south the southeast rupture, and his perception is twenty five. Twenty five. That's a good perception. Good looks. So, so Rex and the herd will go to the the west there, the west corner, uh, together with aiding. Got twenty nine for perception. Beat yeah. out to Magnum over here, huh? Yeah, you see everything, Rex. You can see a device that has been attached to the wall. Now, you don't recognize what the device is, but it's very obvious to you that it was not part of the original building. It looks like it was added on after the fact. Do I think this caused the fire or or punctured the... whatever it is, the... uh, the line or whatever? Yep. Uh, Someone with engineering could go ahead and do a check on that. Uh, but we'll get to that in just a moment, and we'll have Carapace and Blue Shift go ahead and roll their attacks to be sure to put the fires out. Natural one! Same here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the dice roller hates me today. What was that probability you were saying? These are dangerous <laughs> fires. <laughs> Somehow Mike, Mike set it up to do that, <laughs> because you're both over there. Well, it was nice having a computer core. Mm. I'm pretty well, sure you're I was, to... I was under the impression that making computers colder makes them run faster, so what we're doing isn't going to happen. All right. Both of you are shooting at the flames, but they're just they're just, just too much for your, your little guns to handle. And the just flames call start... my gun little. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Girly and the flames gun. start licking at your legs and your body. Uh, go ahead and make a reflex save. Are we technically in the flames enough? Pretty I much, we... yep. Okay. Uh, that is a 22. An 8 for blue shift. And blue shift, you got an 8. Blue shift, you failed. Carapace, you succeeded. Total of 8 damage. Half of that for Carapace. Electricity and fire. I know what I did wrong now. I you didn't go us? into the fire first. So I'm going to fix that. <laughs> All right. Uh, if anyone has engineering down up front, uh, go ahead and uh, roll up a roll up one of those for examining that device. Did uh, Magnum find a similar device at his spot, or just in Rex's area? I uh, yes, you did, but you only noticed it after Rex pointed it out. Okay. Rex is the hero here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I That's will, been recorded. Uh, do it engineering. I got a, a 25 to uh, to help you out there. So, wait. That's, uh, so I got, I'm 80. So that would be plus four. So I got a... Thagris got a 26 in engineering. 26. Yep. Uh, you can tell that it is a Phosphex device. It is a low-grade explosive. It looks like it was attached directly to the power line, 
when it went off, uh, it caused a chain reaction kind of within the room, and many of the Energon relays uh, essentially just burst out from it. So both on the west side and on the east side of the room, you think that's what happened. So are there multiple ones of these, or just where Rex is? It uh, looks like there's two, one on each wall. Okay. All right, so I assume this is like the remains of the device that he found. Correct. Um, this Vosvex thingamabobber. It's a explosive device? That's the cause of all this. Someone, uh, these off on purpose, so... Um, what does the rupture look like down here? Does it look like it's it's contained at this point, or or if it defrosts, will it uh, be a problem again? You think that if it does defrost, it it's probably not going to ignite. You think that the explosive itself was the thing that tore the hole in it and ignited the fuel source, the energon lines. But now that the fire is is out down here, uh, it'll it'll it's not likely again going to ignite. We'll just have a fuel leak. Can we repair it so that there won't be a fuel leak? Good idea. You think you can uh, probably take off some wall panels and weld them together to stop the leak? All right, I, um, okay. I guess I'll work on that then while everybody else is doing whatever. Try to seal them up so it doesn't leak. Sounds good. Blue shift and carapace. So cue up the A-team music. <laughs> carapace is going to climb over the large computer and move into the flame so that he's closer to the source because that's how he rationalizes that he would succeed and then take another shot. Bold. And he gets an 18 on this one. Success. Right. Go ahead and give me a reflex save as well. Right. Blue Shift, are you doing the same thing? Uh, no, I'm not going into the fire. I'm going to step back from the fire like a same body. <laughs> that doesn't sound like with the, the, pistol. the Blue Shift we know. Reflex save. 21 is a pass. Uh, you'll take two points of damage as you get close to the fire. And what about you, Blue Shift? How are you dealing with this? Uh, Blue Shift got a 24 for his attack with the Sub-Zero Hail Pistol. Uh, more than enough to deal with it. And give me a reflex save as well. I'm still in the fire? Oh, you moved out of the fire. Yeah. Uh, 10 for the reflex. Ooh, you also take two points of damage uh, as you attack of opportunity from the fire. Oh, that's it. it. But you were successful in getting the fire contained. Good. The fire had a death row. <laughs> Harrowing, isn't it? Guys, we're dealing with sabotage here. All right. Cue the Beastie Boys. Sabotage? Rex found an explosive device that set off these, uh, these things. Blue Shift is going to move up and check the corner of where the flames were that he just took out. See if there's anything on the wall there. Uh, yeah, you do notice a an odd device attached to the wall. And Carapace, uh, you too, you do notice a, a strange device. Uh, and now that uh, Magnum has mentioned that there was a, a, a detonator or some kind of device attached to the wall, you guys have no problems locating it. Who would put a thermostat over an open flame? This makes no sense to me. <laughs> That's why you're not an engineer. Be quiet. Thank you for your analysis. <laughs> Why I said it. Is there any way we can tell how long ago it, these exploded or how long the fire's been going? Timeline? 
anything? Uh, you already did, actually. Uh, when Magnum was checking out the uh, the computer panel on the door before you guys opened it last episode, uh, he did find out that it happened just under a cycle ago, so just under an hour ago. Okay. That's when the door computer logged uh, unsafe conditions in the room and sealed the room. Aha. Uh-huh. An hour ago, okay. So somebody set off a bomb in here an hour ago. Does that coincide with our arrival at this uh, location? You think it was before you arrived. Not so much before, but still a little bit before. There was someone who was already here, stationed at the station, or visiting. Was there like a remote detonation? No, it looks like it was a timed device. All of them looked like they were timed devices. Somebody didn't want this place communicating. Or wanted to erase uh, the data files, since the computer core was also targeted. Yeah, check the computer core to see how damaged it is. Give me an engineering check, please. I will aid you in that. I will as well. I will watch them do things. Yeah. 16 to 8. Okay. Does there happen to be a charging station in this room? <laughs> that works. <laughs> right. Not anymore. <laughs> High or low, good for you. Hi. I got a 23 to aid you. Yes, there is. Sweet. 27 Spot. for uh, engineering. 27. You guys are crushing these DCs. Uh, yes, the computer core is, for the most part, intact. Thankfully, both Blue Shift and Carapace got to the flames quick enough, so it didn't have a, a lot of a lot of damage. Uh, some superficial damage, some cosmetic damage, but for the most part, it is it is intact. However you are going to have trouble accessing it because the computer console that is the the actual interface for it is toast. So it's sweet, so it was sweet spot damage? <laughs> yep. Sweetie damage. Yeah. Super, superficial so. and cosmetic? No. <laughs> oh, delayed burn. <laughs> Sweaty uh, yeah, rips open a, the uh, Energon line. <laughs> that was a slow burn. <laughs> All right, Mike, how about if we cannibalize some parts from oh, some spot. other uh, <laughs> from some other terminals? I call the tires. To repair the uh the terminals that are fried in here. You certainly think it's possible, uh but just like anything else with uh, the repairs on this, it is going to take a while to do. It's not a uh, a quick thing. It's going to be a good amount of time to scavenge components and then rebuild. Okay. Do we care? Is there an interface port on this computer computer core that you can connect up, like a data pad or something? Doesn't look like it. It looks like the primary means of accessing was the uh, computer terminal that you guys had jumped over. Can we can we jury rig such a a connection? If you want to take the time to do it, sure. But like do, I said, it's going to take we, a little do while. Do we care? Well, well, someone someone wanted the computer core gone for a reason. Be nice to know what that is. But I, I would suggest that we wait until the uh, facility is secured. Right. That, that, was, that was what I was trying to get at. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Is the, um, is the device in the eastern side, is that the communication array? Uh, you're talking about the, the large kind of piece of equipment over yes. there? Yes. Uh, that is like, it looks like it's the, the major uh, components of the communications array. It does uh, head upwards into the, the ceiling as well. You think there's probably some sort of receiving dish or receiving tower on the roof that it connects to. A giant pair of rabbit ears. Hey, do you think I could get 
Reruns of Kojak on this thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can get reruns of Kojak on anything. Excellent. I'll check it for damage if anyone wants to help me out. Engineering. Sure. While they're doing that, I'm going to gather up the uh, all the batteries that I expended and set them to charge if I can, and then I'm going to guard the uh, the way into the room, standing where I am. So that means I got a 21 engineering. Yeah, I only barely helped. But you did. Put me over that 20 mark. The com array is non-functional. As you're looking through it, you realize that someone has cut a lot of the... Uh, the is actually cut the energon feed to the com array. Oh, jeez. So it's just out of power, basically. I right. It, it's it's out of power, but also the actual feed to give it power has been cut and destroyed. You think it could be repaired again, but like everything else, it's just going to take some time but to the, do. But the the ray itself is 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 in good shape, other than not having power. Other well, that part of it, big damage. Is that the only real damage to it? Correct. It looks like nothing else is really wrong with it. It, it. it does suspiciously feel like it was it was sabotaged. Like not just like, hey, here's some bombs in the room, but this was called out specifically to be absolutely certain it that was rendered non-functional. Mm, okay. <sighs> Sabotage this too. C- can be repaired, but uh, we might want to do that. Everything later. can be fixed with with one uh, with one montage. <laughs> do 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 do. Oh yeah. Do, 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 do. I just love it when a plan comes together. All right. Well, since we're not spending the time to do that here right now, but something intelligent, some someone intelligent is in here. Hey guys, on the very uh, top rightmost portion of this map probably have to scroll to get to it. Did we go down that hallway at all? Way over here? Uh, I don't think we did, because I believe this is where we came up, in the middle. Yeah, I think we decided right. to go one we, way or the other. I thought we came out of the elevator. This is Oh, right. We came these are elevators, right? Right, here. right, we didn't go the elevator. So we, I think we just decided to go this way first. No, because we, we actually went to the Hab Suites there. Oh. I remember this. Right. We went into there first. And then we decided to go down this corridor after. I think we popped up and say this, and basically the, just we didn't have a map at the time, so the description was there's Hab Suites here. So we checked them out. Um, okay. Right. And then, well, and we, then we, like, we got to pick a direction, left. and we went this way. That's fine. We can check that out. We know this corridor ends in another ladder axis, so we can go around the other way and see where that goes. Yeah. Mike, uh, Magnum's going to do a PI check to look for clues as to anything about the people, the person, or who or what set these damage this up, sabotage. Like, how, I'll be how right was back. It cut? You know, any you know, footprints or markings of any sort. Okay. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. You can tell that whoever set these devices up were definitely professionals. They knew what they were doing. This wasn't just like a a drop-it-and-go kind of job. They knew exactly what they were doing. They knew what to target, 
and they knew the best way of of sabotaging and destroying the room. Okay. So there's a good chance that this wasn't just a desperate, some sort of desperate action. You don't think so. Unless we had a desperate engineer <laughs> or just desperate explosive expert. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does it look like they it was set up carefully? Yes. Very intentional and very precise. All right. Well, I'll share that information. I don't know anything else I can contribute at the moment. Uh, Sweet Spot and Blue Shift, I see the two of you heading down the hallway to explore that last section that you guys have not been to on this level. I just rolled a perception of 12 uh, near the corner, not quite at the corner yet, to see if I hear anything around the corner. You hear nothing. Hmm. Seems perfectly safe. Already then. Then I think a peak would be in order. Oh my gosh. Blue shift, don't come any closer. <laughs> and you can see that there is a, another ladder access point uh, that will head both up and down into other levels of the building. And we were, were we, we were going down, weren't we? Uh, yes, you had uh, landed on level four with the, the main ship berth. Uh, you had went up to the bridge on level five, and now you came down here to level three. Now that um, you know what sort of explosives they use to sabotage this place, if you go into your sensor bay mode, can you detect more of those, like, waiting for us? I think so. Um, can I use a sample and, and put it into my uh, ranged chemalizer? Uh, sure. Really. Let's see. So I will transform into a sensor bay and do a scan from here. Yeah, because of all the, the walls, floors, and ceilings, everything that are in your way, I'm going to say you don't detect anything beyond the trace elements that are remaining on those devices. So just this room, basically. Yep. Okay. Well, I'll use, instead of searching for a tritonoroid... I'll use that as the, my ongoing scanners at the reduced range. Um, okay. And that's a 30-foot range for you? Uh, the chem detector was longer, but unfortunately I don't have it written down, so we might just want to switch it to 30-foot. I thought it was like... Um, something makes me think... That I think it was 500, actually. Because it was designed to do things at range. Because we were searching a large area. Most all my most of my sensors are thirty foot, except for I think that one. But I mean, it, frankly, it's it's going to work out to be about thirty foot because there's nowhere in here that's that large. So, right. So if we open up a door to a new area and you scan from the doorway, you should be able to get a, a reading off of the room. I should be right? able to. Uh, so are we largely done on this floor? Can we head down and start hoping to find someone? All right, blue shift. Sir, do you know uh, on the next level down, do these uh, ladders in both these areas uh, that go down, do they eventually connect up in a passageway, something like this one? I've never been down to the second floor, so I can't really say for sure. I just know that there's engineering and a shuttle pad down there. All right. What do you say uh, we split up and each take a ladder down and try to work uh, work the level from two directions? 
That works. I'll go with you. Uh, everyone, everyone stay on comms. Should we check in with the ship now that we know for sure there's sabotage going on? Yeah, that's true. I'll call him up. Uh, Captain, Captain Silverface. Silver, Silver Bells. Silver Bells, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Silver Bells. Magnum, I've already told you the name is Silverbeard. Uh, excuse me. Now you're doing this intentionally. I'm sorry, I still have a cold. <laughs> Money shot, I thought, right? Uh, we have uh, discovered signs of deliberate sabotage. The communication room has been s- s- detonated and set on fire deliberately. The, the fuel line to the communications array has been severed. Um, the computer core is on fire, but we salvaged it. Uh, so someone intelligent out there is damaging things. So keep an eye out, not just for animals. Have you seen anything outside the ship since we last spoke? Nothing since then. We, uh, I have my crew searching the ship for, for rail. We haven't seen screw nor, uh, nor piston of him yet. For a second, I thought you lost someone else. Is that like hide nor hair? But yeah, exactly. Okay, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just so that we know, uh, what does Rail transform into? I don't think I've seen his alt form. I believe he's a, a piece of construction equipment, a, a front loader. I haven't seen him transform in a, a long time. He's he's had no need to do so on the ship. Okay, just so we know what else to be looking for should he be down here. Let us know if you hear from him or see anything else. Will do. He's a bit tetchy, isn't he? Oh, sorry, gotta turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> the line's still right. open. Blue Shift is with me. Uh, one other one to come up here? Uh, uh, who, what? I'm sorry? Does one other bot want to come up here with Blue Shift and I? Sure. Or is this a, a good enough split? But who is our? We probably want someone. Our our most dangerous people split, you know, just so both sides have a certain amount of firepower. The so Rex, do you want to go with them? Who's them? Sweaty. Whoever. Yeah. Sweaty and Blueface. Blue shift and sweet spot. Yeah, blue blue sweat shoes is gonna go one way. <laughs> <laughs> with Rex. All right. Twenty minutes and later, the, I showed up. That that is officially our our split group name, <laughs> blue, blue sweat shoes. Hmm, actually, do we have like ten minutes to spare? You guys think? Uh, you need a little bit of stamina. Yeah, because I'm down to two. So I don't know if we can right, use that time uh, to charge Carapace's batteries. Or yep, we could probably do that. And in fact, we could do that and also camp out at these ladders here. So if anyone's using them to get around, we'll know. And we are in view of the the elevators right down the hall, so we'll know if those get used as well. All right, so this feels like a classic split the party move. Except it should work a lot better. Yeah, we call it owl bears in my groups. Why? I don't know. It was just kind of one of those things. It's like when you split the party and you try to come around. It was, you know, it's it's a lot more dangerous than you think, and that's kind of what owl bears were. Oh yeah. Ah, okay. You know? That's that's deep. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's deep. <laughs> so breaking out into laughter when you see an owl bear is probably a bad idea. Turns out that's like the, that's like their trigger to go super sane. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's funny because normally I'd be like, oh, like we shouldn't split the party because that's really wise. But my character's actually kind of cool with that in this this game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more surprised. I'm like, wow, did did you suggest this? Huh? Hey, 
I'm not going to argue. Well, well, I'm all about the speed, and I figure we could probably get this done a lot faster if we split up. That's true, so we should all go out alone then. That's faster still. Well, maybe. We'll see how many <laughs> options there are when we get to the next level. Like, if this splits up in uh, three or four different ways, yeah, we might be doing one-offs. All right. Down the chute. All right, Mike. Take us in. All of you head down the ladders, the access ladder, to the next level, to level two. And you step off, and everything looks fine from where you are. Both teams are in little alcoves. Uh, You cannot see anything else around you. You're just in like a little small kind of indentation into the in the building uh, and you are all facing uh, what looks like a corner going around to the rest of the rest of the floor. So let's start off with team one. Blue suede shoes. Alrighty. Uh, Carapace. I'm going to keep the comm channel open, and I'm also going to share my uh, heads up with you so you can see what we're seeing. All right. And I will take point. Going right hey, Rex, looking good. Check in. Oh, in. This out. You step around the corner. Sweet Spot's looking at your tail again, man. <laughs> He's like that. I'm no hooker bot. <laughs> And you see a long corridor heading down into the building. Let's jump over to Team A. Magnum and Carapace, what are you two doing? So it's Team 1 and Team A? <laughs> yep. you, you caught that too, right? <laughs> so, I mean, we're, we're A team. <laughs> In that case, I want to be Team 2. <laughs> team 2 and Team A. All right. Well, let's see what's down this, this corridor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the two of you around the corner, and you look down a similar corridor, heading down into the rest of the facility. All right, Magnum and Carapace, as you look down the corridor, you see a door on the right-hand side. And Blue Suede Shoes, you see... That's uh, him! He's awesome! Hey, watch the hair, man! Hey, watch the hair, man! You see three doors on the right and an alcove. The alcove is in the same position that you expect the uh, the first ladder that you guys had climbed up to be. Mm-hmm. 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 Alright, and the last two doors, I'm assuming, are going to be the elevators. So Very likely. one door for us to really check out. And I will check it out. Blue shift will move up as well. Before we open any doors, we probably should have the whole team together. Because we got a door down here, too. Okay. All right, Blue Suede Shoes, you see the door in front of you is labeled Engineering. Uh-huh. And Team A, you see that your door is marked Landing Pad. That's probably the more dangerous door, I would think. Mm, all right. Uh, let's say uh, let's go up to Engineering with the rest of them. Sounds good. All right, then I open up the door. All right, let me reveal this for you. Agnum, can you scan the room for those explosives? I can. Once the door's open, I think. Might want to look for that before we head in, just in case it's a sabotage as well. Yeah. Well, I don't see any fire, so that's a good thing. 
Is this a Killbot factory? <laughs> Killbot 5000. You open the door and you walk in heedlessly, forgetting all pretenses of safety or scanning for bombs or anything. <laughs> Do we really? <laughs> The engineering bay is a vast room, the biggest in the complex, stretching 600 feet or 30 spaces in. Enormous Energon storage tanks line the walls in two layers that extend down the right side of the chamber, wrap around the far wall, and return on the left side. Machinery is pumping in Energon, and the noise of the automated pump systems is incredibly loud, making it difficult to hear anything. What? The moment you enter, your visual sensors are blasted with warning lights as the consoles try to get your attention. Deep shadows fill the rest of the room, and the catwalks above you. Uh, mechanically, you are going to be taking a minus six to any perception checks in this room. Okay, then. Wow. Does that include a uh, scan? Chem scan? Uh, as long as it's not a visual or, or auditory-based scan, then no, it, it, won't, it won't be penalized okay. that way. But if you're trying to see something or hear something, you'll be penalized. All right, we'll see if you can smell something. All right, I'll, uh, I'll transform into a sensor bay and do a scan of the room for Phosphex. And you scan, and you do not get anything within your detection range. Okay. I mean, it should... It's a little hard to tell, but because everything is happening around you. But still, you don't think there's any bombs in this area. Okay. All right. Everyone in the room. And I'm walking in. I'm walking in doing the, like, you know, the gun... They're ready, like, you know, with the, like looking up, checking all the balconies and stuff like uh, that. Oh, well, nice. Wait, don't come and go, go in yet. <laughs> Too late. He's already Damn in. It. <laughs> all right. Well, I get to where I am, and then you say stop, and then I stop. Yeah. Carapace, give me a perception check then. Me? Yes, you, Carapace, because you walked right on in. I have a 12. <laughs> Magnum's warning came too late. Uh, is that 12 with the minus 6? Uh, no, 6. Yeah, you don't see anything. Okay. Everything looks clear to you? Looks clear. What would you like to do, Magnum? Well, I was going to do perception tech, too, just to, to, to check for anything dangerous. Or, um, I mean, I'll stay as a sensor bay right now. Um, I'll do scan. Energon sensor's probably going to be pretty useless in here, I imagine. You take an Energon scan, and the whole room lights yeah. up. I'll just do a regular perception. there's Energon in yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, good. All right. So. Like, I want to cast a tech map. You're inside Mistress Vagina. Are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a 25 for perception. 25. Okay, yes. You see some things. Actually, not a whole lot of things, but you see some things. Some things. <laughs> On the wing. <laughs> Okay. Shadbot. I see some clouds of ambiguity. So I'll reveal the rest of the map for you. And you can see that the room extends down quite a long ways. 
Uh, and as you are scanning and trying to just piece together all this, you can see that one of the tanks that is down in the, the room, about ten of them died, the tenth one down, is punctured. And a small stream of energon is pouring into the floor. Uh, the room is not yet full, but there is a small pool of energon from that tank now streaming around the room. Uh, as the containers are moving along the track. Oh. Uh, I will transform into a vehicle and head down there. Right. Um, is this like a, like, us walking into, like, a gasoline factory? Like, is it, like, that bad? Like, because this is, like, the most volatile shit ever, right? If anyone shoots anything in here, there is a very good chance that this whole thing's gonna blow up. Okay. So my advice is, don't shoot it. But I don't want to play your characters for you. So you know, you you guys do you. So you, you said you said there was shoot it. <laughs> you said there was a, one of the canisters was leaking. You said right. Yes, it is the one that Sweet Spot is driving down to right now. Uh, so Sweet Spot is going to take some time driving. Uh, Rex, what would you like to do? What is the herd going to do? Right now, I'll stay in the hallway, I guess, and keep watch. I'm not an engineer, and I'm not going in there to get blown up if that's all we're doing. I mean, this is, this is a fuse. Like, we thought the bomb upstairs was bad. I mean, this is like the nuke, right? Mm-hmm. Because this take out okay. the whole level, the whole building? What, what the are we whole talking? building. Yeah. Oh, yeah, certainly. And, and probably several kilometers around the building. And so, if it was big enough to ignite the Energon Lake outside, oof, you'd see that from Iacon. Yeah. So somebody that knows something tell us what yeah. to do because I don't think dangerous this is yeah carapace don't shoot anything alright so sweet spot you move down there Rex you, Rex, you are staying out in the hall uh, carapace what would you like to do I just want to point out that all of my fingers are itch- itchy and triggers so um, but when you guys pretty much say like we should just leave and let somebody that knows what they're doing do something, then I will respect that because I know you guys know more than I. Yeah, we'll make it clear that this is highly flammable. Blue Shift, what would you like to do? I'm assuming that this is a console over here? It is. Okay, Blue Shift is going to make his way to the console. Let's see if he can stop the Energon coming in first. Okay. Do an engineering roll. I will have you do a roll in just a moment. Magnum, okay. what would you like to do as well? Um, he was going to examine the the rupture to see how bad it is. I could share I could share my com with you, so that you could see what I'm seeing. I can just go over there. Do it's about what I see. It's about a hundred, two hundred feet away or so. Let's see. So I'm leaking energy. Just examine the. Just examine. I'm just gonna examine the the breach. Yeah. A bomb, a bomb, waiting to go off. Yeah, leaking on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweet spot. All right. So uh, back up to the top here. Sweet spot. What would you like to do? I am looking around for a manual shut off valve for this tank that is ruptured. Okay. Uh, give me a perception right. check. Don't forget to take your minus six in this room. Okay, there it is. A 16 with the minus six. 
Uh, you are pretty confident that there is no manual, like, shut-off valve My God, on the tank. who built this thing? Uh, perhaps the same people who think using the Metallicus is a good idea. <laughs> can, uh, can Energon be rendered into an inert state? Sort of what I was thinking. I was thinking that there's going to be some sort of fire retardant stuff around here um, to look for next. Or cat litter. I will uh, let you guys do a check on your turn. Uh, Rex, still staying on the hallway, or are you going to come in? the hallway. I don't know what else I can do. Okay. Staying on the hall, and perceiving. Uh, give me a perception check while you're out in the hall there. 25 altogether. Ooh, that was very close. You beat it by one. You hear the sound of something moving in the crawl spaces above you, above the the hall, like in the ceiling. Okay. Uh, hey, everybody. I hear things in the crawl spaces out here in the hallway. We're not alone. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. Maybe maybe you could deal with that while we're trying to fix this up here. Carapace, could you go out there and help him with that? What? Can you, Carapus, could you go out there and help him with that? Damn it. Just text him to his visual display. Carapus, it is a... It's on you. What do you want to do? Sure, I'll go out and help. Try to stick to your hail cannon. <laughs> what was that? Try to stick to your hail cannon. Things that don't produce something that's flammable. Yeah, that's probably the only one. Blue Shift, uh, you were checking on the console? Yeah, to see if there is a shutdown for the incoming energon to prevent any morphine coming into leak out. Uh, Alright, yeah, give, go ahead and give me an engineering check, please. 25. Uh, you can tell a couple of things going on here. So, the warning lights are attempting to notify the crew that the overflow valves are open and energon is draining back into the lake. So pretty much okay. what's happening is as each uh, as each tank is kind of brought to the side and attempting and is attempted to be full, the system's realizing that it's full and it's draining the energon back into the the lake. It's not allowing the it's not allowing it to fill up anymore. Okay. Uh, and you can also determine that the uh, the energon is uh, siphoned into batches of uh, of ten tanks at a time, before the mechanism moves the full tanks to the lower tier and then cycles new tanks in from the line to to fill up. Uh, there is a uh, okay, so there is a uh, uh, like a mechanical valve that that allows you to kind of like stop the process. Uh, are you going to try to activate that? Yeah, I'd like to stop. The energon coming in. You said it's it's realizing that it's full, so it's coming out. But there's nothing. If that thing is still leaking, it should still keep filling. Correct. It's filling that one particular one, but not the others. Yeah, yeah I wanted to stop filling that one. If I can narrow it to that one, that'd be better. But if I can just shut the whole thing off, I'll do that. Uh, you think it's more of like a shut off the the whole thing? Uh, okay. You attempt to do that and. Uh, no result. Like it, it's you activate the, uh, the the equipment for it, and it doesn't stop. Okay. Is there a way to turn off the warning lights as well? You got a twenty-five on an engineering check, so yeah, you can uh, you can shut the the warning klaxons off and all the lights off. 
Okay, I'll let everybody know through the comms that I got the warning lights off, but I can't manually shut down the energon flow. It's going to continue trying to fill that tank. Okay, well, the, the warning lights should help us focus on maybe finding a, an emergency repair kit or, you know, some, some tool that we can use to manually get this thing fixed. Blue Shift, can you, while you're, if you, next thing you do, if can you look for a fire suppression system in this room? Sure. Thank you. And Magnum, what would you like to do? You're over there by the punctured Energon tank. Well, I mean, how bad is the puncture? Because I haven't actually checked that yet. Give me a physical science or engineering check. I, I can't find a, a shutoff valve anywhere. Okay. 14 for either. They're the same. Get the same numbers. Let's say engineering. You can't tell. You can't tell what did it. You can't tell what caused it. Can I tell how big the hole is? Well, yes. You can see that it is uh, almost like fist-sized. Fist-sized. Okay. All right. Then uh, I will help. Well, I'm probably done with what I can do. Um, Next thing I'm going to do is I'll help Sweet Spot search for patches or fire suppression suppression chemicals or anything like that. Okay. Uh, Sweet Spot. What would you like to do? Oh, I don't think I'd like to do it, but I'm going to do it. The one thing that has been kind of my my downfall, adventuring with Rex, and seeing as how everything either flies or walks or hovers, I'm going to slice off a bit of my tire... Quite a large, quite a large chunk, in fact, and try to use it to stuff in the hole to make a temporary, temporary patch. Rex, are you are you hearing this, Rex? He's gonna cut his tire off. Meet it later. Finders keepers. Ooh, energon flavored. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a delicacy for you. All right, so you slice your tire open. Uh, and you stuff it into the hole. All right, Magnum, you, you remember this when you tell the reporters later. <laughs> yes, definitely. He heroically stuffed his tires into a hole. <laughs> and uh, we'll remember him well. I have a few words to say at his memorial, too. I'm actually feeling a little lightheaded. He was, uh, he was an interesting fellow. Wait, even his screams as he burned to death was eloquent. You think I'm an interesting fellow? Sorry, I'm I'm making up your eulogy here. You mind? I I do. Do you think maybe (laughs) it can be an internal monologue? He's talking about your tire. What? Oh, yes, internal monologue. What's that? All right, good job. Uh, there you go. <laughs> we just internal monologue to each other. <laughs> All right, Rex. You're alone in the hallway. Carapace hasn't gotten out here to you yet. I'm not alone. There's ten of what us. What are you? <laughs> yeah. Rex is never alone. Even when he takes a shower. <laughs> What's a shower? Exactly. Like, Guys, do you mind? Give me a few. Oh, yeah. Waterfall. Into the mud pit, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell? Uh, that's a tar pit. 
<laughs> I know the difference. Do you, though? You're going to find out you? the difference in a minute. <laughs> um, can I tell how many, where exactly they are, where do I see a, an opening up in the rafters or whatever you said? Where they're going to come out? Do I need to roll again here? It's going to be above you and ahead of you. It, it's a little hard to pinpoint exactly, but it looks like it might, or it sounds like it might be near the elevators, uh, but you don't see any hole or anything in the ceiling. Can I tell how many? It sounds like, like one creature, but it's a, like I said, it's a little hard to tell. Is it like a raised ceiling like is the type of thing I could pull out my pike and like poke the ceiling and it'll lift up? Potentially. Or is I mean you seriously okay. transformers have drop ceilings? <laughs> they don't have manual shutoffs on these giant tanks that could blow up so why not? Yeah it's drop ceiling seems about ceiling? like their uh <laughs> <laughs> it would be about their speed. Tile, it's a lot of tile trons here. <laughs> Man my job is boring. Did you want to move up to investigate? Yeah, where is it? Near the elevator? Literally my job to have people walk all over <laughs> me. Um, I don't know. Can I take my tail and just slam it up into the ceiling? Knock some of those tiles down? Why not? Let's get this going. It's how, how, how high is the ceiling? Can I reach it with my tail? Do it. Do yes, it now. Yes, but you think it's going to be a, a really kind of... Uh, it's like right on the edge there, so... Uh, it's going to be a minus two to hit if you try it. Ooh, do a jump slap. You never seen a Stegosaurus do that before. <laughs> I was gonna say, remember back in the day when I told, I, I showed you how to do like that front handstand thing to lift your butt higher. Yeah, but I, why did you show I him that? that? So uh, <laughs> I totally yeah, missed. but the reason wasn't anywhere near this. Like a seven. That's the ceiling. That's enough to hit a a, a ceiling. So oh, yeah, really? how nice. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a stationary I'm object. Smashing ceilings so, all the time you know. now. I don't care where we are. <laughs> Do you want me to roll damage here? Uh, yeah. So you you kind of do a little handstand and you smack the smack the ceiling with your tail. Eleven damage, if it matters. And you hear the sound of something kind of scampering off. I scared it away. It l- sounds like it jumped into the space above the elevator. Hmm. So it sounds like it's in the elevator shaft right now. Send so it I up. walk over to the elevator yes. button, push yes. up, close it. <laughs> <laughs> Pro- Is that what you want to do, Carapace? Problem solved. Good job. All right. oh, yeah. <laughs> we are a team. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right through the roof. Alley up. <laughs> Wait a second. You're not going to be able to do that. If you press the button, it's going to come to this floor. You can't press the button to make it go up. Where is it? You can once it's there. Yeah. So you're going to call the elevator to yeah. this floor. Hit the button and jump out. Yeah, you want, why not? You want to do that? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, so yeah, you press the button. The uh, elevator starts uh, coming up. The door opens. Uh, this is the same elevator that had the dead body in it that I don't think you had seen. I think Sweet Spot and... I saw it. So and I think it was the two of us. Sweet Spot so, so technically that elevator was above this floor to begin with. So when he pushes the button, the elevator comes down. Mm-hmm. So send it all the way down, yeah. Either way, he's okay. going to be underneath. So, yeah, yeah. whatever's in there is now underneath the elevator. 
What are we like on the second floor? I think so. Uh, second level. Yeah. I guess you need to hit the basement button. Whichever direction is the funnier <laughs> thing <laughs> to do, that's what I do. Like if I have to go up into the ceiling, then great. If I have to go down into the basement, also great. Either way is good. So yeah, uh, the elevator comes down, opens up. You see the body in there. Uh, you jump in, doing anything with the body? No, unless there's like, did they tell me about it? Uh, I, think, I, think I don't we think probably they did. did. I don't know. Actually, I I seem to remember that you guys specifically did not tell them about a body. Is it? Why would Why would we do that? Well, then I'll kind of go like, "Hey, there's a dead uh, body yeah, in here." Yeah, seen it. We're kind of busy. Thanks, so. You press the button and the doors close, and it starts heading down. Are you jumping out before it closes? <laughs> okay. Good. Just to make sure we specify that. Sneaky GM on our hands. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what, Split that's what, the party. Yeah, Split yeah. the party. <laughs> Crunch. All right, Blue Shift. What would you like to do? You're still over by the console? Correct. I'm going to see if there are any fire suppression systems on here and see if I can activate them, but I won't activate them yet. Uh, yes, there are some fire suppression systems, and it looks like they've been turned off. It, it doesn't look like they've been sabotaged. It just looks like they've been deactivated. If I activate them, will they turn on, or are they just set to automatic? Uh, they are set to automatic, but you can enable them if you want. I want to enable it to turn on if the need arises. Okay. Uh, give me a... Actually, no, that'd be simple enough to do. I don't think you need to make a check for that one. So, yep, you find the controls for it, and you re-enable them, so they are now uh, active if needed. And I'll let Pythagoras know. Hey, uh, I did find the fire suppression controls. They were disabled, but I did enable them. So they'll turn on if something happens. Okay. Is there anything in there about, like, like, like fire retardant foam or anything like that that they can be released? Because we have flammable stuff on the ground. Let me check real quick. <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, if the fire starts in here, that's a little late. <laughs> a little too late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a fire! <laughs> Is there any I detected th- it, you yeah. know, I'm a console, and I'm flying through the like air. Is there anything like that? <laughs> yeah, it would probably be more like, oh, there's a fu- <laughs> So yeah, you search through the, the system for it, and uh, you actually find a result not in, like, the system database or anything, but as you're kind of poking around through the console, uh, you see that there is a small kind of storage cabinet on the bottom. You open that up, and you see this canister of gel with the label... Energon be gone. <laughs> I think I found it. Good God. <laughs> you read the label and it has instructions to spread the gel over any Energon leaks and it will uh, is essentially act as a, a suppression gel for Energon. So in case it did get ignited, it won't uh, it won't ignite. Okay, I'll grab that. Step one. Thou shalt hold thy canister and thy left hand and readying the pin with the right finger, pulling the, fin- pulling the pin completely out of the canister, and then thou shalt count to three. Just don't drop it at the Energon Lake. I mean, it's like... Good news, we saved the, the station. Bad news is there's no longer an Energon Lake. There's no longer a need for a station. <laughs> <laughs> Magnum, what do you uh, want to do? Well, since he found what we're looking for, I will, I will check that little cabinet for, for 
patching materials or engineering materials um, to actually make it a little more permanent than that tire, which is nobly used, but um, might be a little temporary. I'm, I'm just holding the tire, crying a little. Just go, man. Yes. <laughs> I know, I'm, just go. I'm hurrying, I'm Get hurrying. Get something to patch this up. <laughs> He'll, uh, yeah, go through the cabinets since he found something useful in there. But like thermal tape or whatever. This hurts on so many levels. Yeah, you can find some uh, some kind of patching material. Uh, a lot of it is uh, pretty much just some some small kind of curved uh, pieces of metal with like like a like a, an, an industrial adhesive that will just kind of go there for now. Uh, you think that if a container is like ruptured, the the protocol for it is to remove the container from service and then either have it uh, reforged or whatever. You don't think like a patch job is really like. like what they would typically do, but you do find some material so to patch a hole in an emergency. Which this is. Well, if it's leaking, I mean, the last thing you want to do is drag it around the station and to the repair bay. <laughs> Alright, I will grab that, and as soon as I get a chance, I'll bring it back over to uh, help Sweet Spot out. Sounds good. Sweet Spot, do some stuff. Uh, I will wait. Yeah, I will wait for, uh, for Magnum to arrive, and then I will aid him. In the repair. Okay. Uh, Rex and Carapace, make a perception check, please. 18, unless it's at minus 6. Uh, it is no longer at minus 6. Blue Shift, turn the stuff off. And Rex? 23 altogether. Both of you hear the sound of metal tearing at the bottom of the elevator shaft. Something's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> you guys gonna do anything else, or are you just gonna listen in? Just wait for it, right? Carapace? Wait for it to come up? Can we open the door and look down the shaft? Like, is it, like, ripping up through the thing, or is it, like... Uh, you can try to open the door. Uh, you're gonna need a strength check yeah. for that one. Yeah. Uh, the two of you can work together on this, if you'd like. Um, uh, oh, got a 19, so that's a 21. I got a 13. Yeah. Assist. That's certainly enough to, to pull the doors open. So yeah, Carapace and uh, Rex, both of you, you get your, your hands into the, the gap between the, the elevator door and you pull them open and pull them back. You take a look, kind of poke your head down into the elevator shaft, shine your light down there, and you see a horrifying bipedal creature climbing up the elevator shaft towards you. To be continued next time. Hit the barrel. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. He's climbing. And he's getting on us. This is Roadbuster. My squad is under fire from road cons. We need backup. We need someone fast. Someone who can scout out the cons of camp. Sweet spot. Played by Adam and Chew. It's two clicks away. Get him here. Fast. We can use some extra firepower. Get Wildstrike down here. Played by Mike M. I know he's the next con, but he's still the best damn gunner I know. The cons are breaking through. We need more soldiers. Carapace, Rex, where are you two? You're the toughest spots I know. Played by Patrick Finn and Rob Muller. Springer's been hit. We need a medic. Get the Thagras over here. Played by Matthew G. 
We don't make it out of this. Tell Mission Command that Empire of Rust was created, written, and GM'd by Michael Ordway. And to support the podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. Listen to the Transmissions Network for all the latest Transformers news and media. Oh, this is bolts. Wreck and roll!